This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. The saga of Michael Minkin continues as we take a look at some testimonials of people who have worn his magical anti-alien hat. And then we take a look at his most dangerous claim yet. That autism is caused by alien experimentation on human beings. But with one of his free hats, your severely autistic child can get into college today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. Finally got a Patreon set up. It's going to be in the show notes. It's going to be on the website deadrabbit.com, which is hilarious if you've never gone to that website. Looks like an 8th grader just learned how to do HTML. But... The link's on there. If you can't support through Patreon, totally fine. Just help get the word out about the show. We got flyers you can also print out at deadrabbit.com. Put them up around your school. Put them up around your business. Don't put them up in your workplace. Do not do not put them up in your workplace cafeteria unless you work at like a cool workplace. You work where a bunch of stuffy suit and ties work. They won't understand what we're all about. Everything helps. Everything helps. Let's go ahead. Actually, you know what? Before we move on to the first story, this is kind of a, a short story, but it's related. I'm not going to rant about Transformers or anything like that. I was reading on the Mysterious Universe website the other day. It was about mysterious disappearances in Oregon. And I'm reading it, and it's like, you know, recently there's been some people missing an organ. And I started reading the first story, and it was about this man. He was around my age, like in his early 40s, and he went missing in Oregon, in the forest, like Williamette National Forest or whatever. And they said that the last time he was seen was two hikers hiking in the opposite direction saw him hiking towards them, and he was just dressed casually, like shorts and a shirt and stuff like that. And they pass each other, and they said hi. They didn't know him, but, you know, just being polite. And he's like, hey, and he just walks past him. It looked like he was in a hurry to go somewhere. And I'm reading this story, and I said, I am going to make a prediction right now before I've even finished reading the story. One, everyone listed in the story that's missing is going to be men. Two, they're going to be found. If they're found, they're going to be found just off the trail. And there was, I think, three stories in that article, and two of them were found off the trail or near the tra- like where the trail would be, and the third one's never been found. And the article chalked it up to all this spooky stuff. Now, yes, people go missing. They're, the two that were found were dead. It wasn't just that they were sitting on a rock for five years. They had died. They brought it up like this whole missing 411. Is there some sort of mysterious thing in the woods? Gra- no. Here's my... And I don't want to name the guy's names because, I mean, you obviously I named the article. You can check it out. But listen, I know what's... I, I have a... I shouldn't say I know what's going on here. Open me to legal liability. I think I know what's going on here. They're 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 banging dudes in the woods. They're banging dudes in... Now, now to, that's not why they're dying. It's not that they're out there banging dudes and then... They're just like, oh my god, and they just collapse, and the other guy just walks away. But that's why they're found slightly. They may be getting murdered, which would be terrifying, but they found one body, and they're like, the article's like, mysteriously, his shirt was missing. He only had his shorts on. I'm thinking, yeah, he took it off because he's about to have gay sex. Like, dudes in the woods by themselves 
in a hurry, a hundred yards off the trail where you shouldn't be, they're banging a dude. They're banging a dude. And I almost can be sure that the police, that's a theory with the police, but they're not going to tell this grieving mother, we think that your son was having a gay sex in public. We think that he was on Grinder and he met a guy. That's what my prediction is. And, and I, I, I think, I'm not saying again, everyone who's ever kidnapped by Bigfoot or everyone who fell off of a crevasse was engaging in gay sex. But I think when you have men who disappear slightly off the trail, it's because they're banging a dude. Now, it could be that the other guy murdered them, which makes it, got to catch the murderer. Or it could just be that the other guy didn't show up for the meeting and then the dude died of a broken heart. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they died, but I think a piece of the puzzle is they're trying to have gay sex. Patreon, guys. I do have a Patreon account set up. Let's go ahead and move on to our first story here. Now, our first story is a continuation from yesterday's story, and I'm going to just go over it real briefly in case you missed yesterday's episode. There's a guy named Michael Minkin who has invented a hat, and it's any hat stuffed with eight pieces of Velostat. Velostat protects stuff from static electricity, electromagnetic charges, stuff like that. You wear the hat, aliens can't mind control you. So he specifically makes these hats and gives them out for free to people who are being abducted by aliens. And there's more detail on yesterday's episode, but I think that's a good enough, but I think that's a good enough introduction if you had missed it yesterday. Today we're going to take a look at some people who have written into him to get free hats and then to update him on their situation. So let's take a look at some of these, some of these great testimonies here. Some of these awesome testimonials. You have... In New Jersey, the year is 2005. It's a cold January day. There's a middle-aged woman. We're going to call her Margaret. She's writing a letter. I guess people are... In 2005, she's typing it on a computer. So she tells Michael, listen, I need your hat. I... Now, okay, before I go on with that joke, there are very, very few good reasons to be kidnapped. Very few. This is one of them. This might be the only good reason to be kidnapped. Here we go. Mr. Michael, Michael Minkin, I need one of your hats, please. These aliens, they're abducting me. It's horrible. The torture, they they make me do unspeakable things. They take me up and they put me behind the controls of a super advanced starship. And they make me fly into around the universe. Make it stop. <laughs> Why would you want to stop that? Why would you not want to learn how to fly a spaceship? A combat spaceship. So she also gets to shoot lasers at asteroids and stuff. She had been saying the aliens were abducting her and forcing her to learn how to fly these things. Because Michael, Min- Michael Minkin goes on about this. He says that the aliens are creating hybrids that look and act just like humans, but they don't have all the human skills, really. So the aliens force the abductees to teach hybrids how to be more human. That's why in yesterday's episode, the woman was teaching the hybrids how to drive an SUV. Now, when they say hybrids, we're talking about real humans here. They think they're alien, half alien, so it gets real dangerous real quickly when you have that type of delusion. But uh, Michael Menken says the aliens are having the abductees teach hybrids how to drive cars. But the aliens are also teaching abductees how to fly spaceships all the time. So here's, this is why, this is why. When the aliens came here to wage intergalactic war against us, 
They brought enough spaceships, but not enough pilots. So now they have to abduct humans and teach them how to fly a spaceship. Now, I am very anti-alien on this show. I'm always talking about beating them up. I love stories when aliens are just getting clobbered over the head. However, I will go on the record right now. I will turn against every single human on this planet if I have the chance to fly a spaceship during the Intergalactic War. I will evaporate all 8 billion of you if I get to fly in a spaceship. But actually, I'm just lying because I'll learn how to fly the spaceship and then I'll use it against them. If aliens were abducting me and teaching me how to use a lightsaber, I would not complain. Oh, great. What what are we going to learn today? The Force? Help me, Michael. Help me. So, insanity. Insanity. It's insane, not just because she thinks aliens are teaching her how to fly a spaceship. It's insane because she doesn't want to fly a spaceship. So, it's, she's nuts either way. We have a woman in Colorado who said one day she forgot to wear her hat. She got abducted and then four hybrids beat her up while two other hybrids watched. They use the term abducted quite liberally. So, I don't know if she was abducted into a spaceship and there just happened to be six riffraff guys standing there with their leather jackets be like yo what's that broad with no hat rough her up and they're like uh, uh, uh. and the other two dudes are just smoking alien cigarettes or abducted in the case that she was walking on the street and his street gang just happened to rough her up that day and they're like yo it's that woman who is a woman and she lives in a bad neighborhood take her out and they're beating her up and they're just smoking regular cigarettes like i don't know if it, it, the term abducted just means so many things it means what it means just taken kidnapped which is bad or abducted but anyway she says that she was, wasn't wearing her hat that day she got roughed up by the alien equivalent of the jets and then we go on to this one now these next two we're going to see a steep escalation there was about a hundred of these testimonies most of them were having bad dreams aliens are getting me i wear a hat Dreams go away. That was the bulk of these testimonies, but I I read through all of them to find these, these last two, severe escalation to the stories we just talked about. It's Mississippi, July 2015, so very, very recently. I'm sure the police would still want to be investigating this. There was a dude who's being abducted by aliens all the time. He's in a cabin near the woods. He's sitting there. Go away, aliens. Get out of my head. Puts his hat on. He's like, there it goes. Aliens are gone. Now I can watch Jeopardy. And there he's super smart all of a sudden. I tried out for Jeopardy. If I ever got, if I ever told you guys that story, I'm not going to tell it now. I don't have time, but I'll mark it down on my board. Anyways, I met Alex Trebek too. Where is I going with Oh, anyway, so he's watching Jeopardy, this dude. Well, we're going to call, let's call him Alex. Imagine Alex Trebek for the rest of this story. He's wearing this hat. He was finally free of the intrusive thoughts the aliens were beaming into his head. But remember his, his house, his cabin, is near the woods. And what would happen was every so often, he would hear people banging on the walls of his house. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. And it'd wake him up. <sighs> Must be the hybrids. There's no other reason why someone would bang on the side of my house unless they were half alien. I know how to take care of half aliens. This happens multiple nights over the course of however long. And then one night, Someone's banging on the side of the house. Alex, Alex Trebek, gets his rifle loaded up. That sounded more like a scythe. That sounded more like a transformer. Gets his rifle loaded up, runs outside, and opens fire into the darkness. Now, he says he can hear hybrids moving in the tree line. And he just begins shooting. This is the quote from Michael regarding this incident. This is from his website. 
The hybrids left after the gun was fired and never returned. As of 2019, he still wears his helmet and is no longer harassed by aliens. They didn't return because I am willing to bet there is one or more bodies of human beings decaying in those woods. If not, if he, for whatever miracle, didn't hit one of these guys, most likely kids pulling pranks because he never saw them. He's wearing the hat, he hears a banging on his wall, he goes outside, he shoots into the darkness, and that's it. They never come back. Either they are dead, or there's a bunch of kids fooling the local weirdo, and they're like, oh, that that joke stopped being funny the second he came out of the house with a loaded gun. So that is basically, he's the, the Michael loves it when people shoot these aliens, these hybrids. Michael does recommend that alien abductees carry guns with them. So they can shoot alien hybrids. Again, humans, they look and they act like humans. Michael thinks that if an alien hybrid is going to get you, you can shoot them in the face. You'll blow them away. So, again, super, super dangerous ideology here. Let's go ahead and move on to the last testimonial, though, I want to highlight here. It's a year later. Now it's 2016. We're in Virginia. A woman living in a remote farmhouse. Now, she had been wearing her hat. For a while. She actually wears it all day long. Maybe she takes it off to bathe. Who knows? Hopefully. Ugh. Imagine that hair. But anyways, she had the least of the worries where this story's going. Her messed up bedhead. She wears the hat all the time. It has helped her from being abducted by aliens, but the aliens still want her. Now, what's been going on is the aliens have been implanting. You know what? I'm gonna back up here. So I want you to imagine you are sitting at work, or or school, wherever there is a common area where people gather. You're sitting there, enjoying your beverage of choice, reading the newspaper, listening to music, whatever. And a woman walks up to you and sits down. Is this seat taken? Can I, can I take this seat? And she just sits down. She doesn't wait for a response. She just stares at you until you put the newspaper down, pull your headphones out, and she goes, okay, good. Glad you have your attention. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a story. You're like, well, I was reading several stories in the newspaper, but sure. Obviously, if you're going to be rude and take up my time, you can tell me a story. She's like, good, good. She can't detect sarcasm at all. She goes, I'm sitting at home. First off, let me tell you about my awesome hat. She's wearing a leather aviator cap, and she tells you all about Michael Mencken. And you're like, oh, okay. You're looking for an escape route. But now two people have sat next to you, and they're both hearing impaired, so they can't hear any of it. They can't chime in, but they're so big you can't move out of where you're sitting. So now you're totally stuck, and there's a bunch of snakes on the floor, so you can't crawl under the table. So (laughs) despite all of that discomfort, she's sitting there, she looks at you, and she goes, okay, here's what happened. Told you about the aviator cap. You can get one too, but the reason why I had to get this cap, this is what I told Michael Menken when I needed this cap. The aliens have been putting hybrid fetuses into my body. I can feel them shift in my womb, just moving around. I had four of them in me at a single time. Giant tadpole-like creatures oozing around. She starts making disgusting noises looking right at you. It's one thing when it's just over a microphone, but if she's looking right at you going... It's a little more repulsive. So... You know how I got rid of the uh, tadpoles? You know how I got rid of those alien hybrid babies? I started taking... She doesn't wait for you to answer. She goes, I started taking a gram of vitamin C a day. Which I'm pretty sure is a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot, but I think most vitamins are measured in like milligrams. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Anyways, 
So she takes a gram of vitamin C a day, and one by one, the alien fetuses would just start to die and rot in her body. I don't know how she got them out. I really don't want to know that detail. And then once, an alien, she woke up, and an alien was pulling a dead alien fetus out of her and putting a live one in. She's like, ah, need to go get some emergency tomorrow. Gotta double up on my vitamin C. So what happened was she ended up getting the hat. And so now the aliens can no longer put in this tadpole baby stuff. Put in these hybrids. And she goes, now since I've gotten the hat, no hybrid babies in me. my, My womb is empty. It's clean as the day it was born. When I was, the same day, obviously. And she winks. She goes, you want to see it? And you're like, no, I don't. I don't. She's like, okay, I just offer. I have to offer. She goes, (laughs) she says, so I got this hat. Now, what happened was one night I was sitting there watching my favorite television show, Jeopardy. And an alien hybrid is walking through my house. And it grabs my hat and it tries to rip it off. But luckily, I had it strapped to my head. So the alien from this advanced race, eons beyond our own, can't undo a strap. Dag nabbit! And then leaves. So now I know the aliens really, really want my hat, but they can't get my hat. So one day they sent in alien hybrids. Now, a hybrid looks and acts just like a human. Indistinguishable from a human. But I can tell they're an alien. You go, well, how? And she goes, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just have a feeling. This alien hybrid was in my house. And I knew they were going to try to get my hat. So I grabbed my shotgun and I shot him and splattered the walls with blood. The hybrid ran away. Now, at this point, you are like, I'm fine with the snakes. You duck under. You take off. You grab a couple snakes so you can have lunch later. And you make your way out of your sitting room. Now, a normal person, having heard that story, would say, you you shot a man, is what you're saying. You shot a human being. Like, there's evidence, right? You shot a human in your house. There's blood on your walls. And you probably should contact the police. Because either this person was breaking into your house and threatening your life, and you shot them out of self-defense, or somebody was in your house, a nephew or an uncle or the mailman or whatever, and you shot him. Michael Minkin goes on to say that samples of the blood cannot be sent for analysis because she can't take a sample. So he's still under the impression that this crazy woman actually shot an alien. And if she could somehow cut the drywall off of her house, she could then send it to a lab, they would do a study on it, prove hybrids existed, and then everyone would want one of his stupid hats. She shot a man, is what this story is actually saying. Somebody was in her house, she shot him, and he took off. Insane. Absolutely insane to teach people that some aliens are part human, and it is okay to shoot them, because they're not human. But let's get into what I think, honestly, is his most dangerous theory, really. And I want to reiterate, too, this is all from a recommendation from Gary. Yesterday I mentioned Gary, he recommended the episode. All of this stuff also is connected to that. So again, thanks, Gary. got a two-parter out of it. He believes this. That autism is created by the aliens messing up in their scientific experimentations. He actually uses the Peter Principle to describe it. Peter Principle is this thing that people will be promoted to their highest level of incompetence. So you can have a really, really good salesman, and he is a mediocre manager, and he's a terrible store manager, and then he gets fired. 
And that's the Peter Principle. You always get promoted to your highest level of incompetence, of something you keep getting promoted till you get to a level where you can't do the job, and they fire you. So he uses that to explain bad science among aliens. He goes, well, you know, the Peter Principle. He goes, these aliens, you get these alien scientists keep getting promoted through the scientific ranks. This guy actually, and I should have said this yesterday, but Michael Menken is a technical writer, and he's worked for, like, Boeing, and he's worked for all of these high-tech companies. As a technical writer, he's not designing spaceships, but he's not an idiot. His beliefs are bizarre, but he's not, like, an, a low-IQ idiot, is what I should say. You can have smart people who believe in really, really, really stupid things. But anyway, so... He says that that's the same thing. The aliens are not good scientists, basically. Some of the aliens suck at their jobs. So when they're trying to create hybrids, what they're doing is they're abducting people. Not everyone remembers they've been abducted, you see. They're abducting people, doing scientific experimentation on their embryos. Some of them straight up butterfingers it and can't get it right. So when that woman gives birth, her baby has autism. So a child with autism is a result of bad alien experimentation if not a hybrid themselves he was really 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 kind of sketchy on that because hybrids are the bad guys he didn't come out and say every everyone with autism is half alien he didn't say that but he did say that they are a result of bad genetic experimentation but why would they be experimenting on a human if they weren't creating a hybrid see that he doesn't really cross that gap there but anyways he goes and it's funny because conspiracy theorists They go to war every once in a while, but a lot of times they agree in their lunacy. People who believe we didn't land on the moon can be swayed over to the side that flat Earth is real. Because the moon doesn't exist, we never landed on it, that's an easy thing. But people who believe in aliens and reptilians and all that stuff, they can't believe in flat Earth. So those two groups are kind of... You'll have people in the middle who believe reptilians and aliens are demons... They believe in flat earth, but people who straight up believe in intergalactic civilizations, they cannot believe in flat earth. Every so often, conspiracy theories just become incompatible in their stupid theories. So you go, when I'm reading this, I'm thinking, I wonder if he's going to address the autism and the vaccine thing. Because that's a huge conspiracy theory. And he does, in a very, very interesting way. He He really crafts his mythology really well. Now that I think about it, he's almost like an evil genius as far as that goes. Because he's really put some thought into this. This is, he he has all these flowcharts. He's a technical writer. He has all these flowcharts on his website. So, step one, aliens abduct people, as they do. Step two, they make successful hybrids, which is their plan. They want to create a race of half-human, half-aliens to take over the planet. Completely integrate in society, become president, become prime minister, become your local grocer. Eventually, they're in all positions of power. They tell you what to do. They tell you where to sleep. They tell you how to bag your groceries. You have no control over your life. Or they've actually worked in their flubbing of the human genome into their plan. Or if they cannot get control of the planet through the hybrids, this is their secret plan they accidentally stumbled upon because they suck at their job. The genetic anomalies they create can sometimes create immune disorders or digestion disorders. So if you have celiac disease, you may be a hybrid, according to this guy. Also, their experimentation has led to an increase in Down syndrome. And it's created an epidemic of autism. So you're not only trying to take over the human race, but you're also making other people who aren't hybrids weaker. 
So now you're basically weakening a good chunk of the human race. You're strengthening your alien hybrid army. And then he even has a subset underneath that. Very, very fascinating. This is very, very interesting. It's all stupid. None of it makes sense. But I thought this was an interesting fake. Like, he he had to address the vaccine. So he says, alien experimentation is causing an epidemic of autism. It's not. It's not. But anyways, we'll go. We'll say that more people have autism today than have ever had autism before. He says it's creating an epidemic of that. Now, the aliens have a third phase of their plan. Aliens caused people to have a hysteria over autism. Aliens then blamed it on vaccines so people don't get vaccinated and the diseases will come back. So now they have a three-front war. Alien-human hybrids in the highest positions of power, taking a good chunk of humanity and giving them digestion issues or Down syndrome or autism, using their failures at experimentation as basically weakening a good part of the population and making people afraid to vaccinate their children so mumps and measles come back and kill off millions. I'm impressed by his, I'm impressed that he was able to construct this narrative. Like that actually is something you would see in a fictional novel about a conspiracy theory. That is something that you could see in a sci-fi novel. My, from a craftsman point, I think that is a well put together conspiracy theory. As a moral human being, it is disgusting It's absolutely a disgusting theory because you're basically, you can go on and on about 9-11 was an inside job and stuff like that. And it is disrespectful to the people who died and the people who lost their lives trying to save people and all that stuff. But when you start to say your child is born, your child has a developmental problem because an alien stuck a needle in you. And the thing is, is that we've, this is the second day we've spent on the guy. People believe in what he has to say. But see, and then Michael says, sometimes the plans have backfired on the aliens. Here's a quote from his website. From some abductee reports, we can assume that the aliens are unaware that their creations, the alien-human hybrids, may also be autistic. An abductee reported that when she was taken on board an alien spacecraft, she remembers seeing an alien-human hybrid flapping his hands, just as her autistic son does. Now, of course, I had to go on YouTube and type in autistic hand flapping. It apparently is really a thing. I can understand aliens being bad scientists, but I can't imagine them being such a bad scientist that they don't notice that their super weapons are autistic. There's two key elements to that. One is that she saw it. She saw this alien doing this thing, doing, doing this movement. But two, you have a woman who believes aliens cause autism and she has an autistic son, which is why I think this is dangerous. I think she stumbled across this because she was looking for real information about her son's condition. She stumbles across this. Now, he doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop by just saying your kid's autistic because aliens, because space age aliens have come down and done stuff to your uterus. He doesn't just say that. He says, I have a cure for it. I can cure your child's autism by wearing a hat. See, he's also, his hats, which he still gives out for free, I think he's going to start selling them eventually, but these hats at least, it's the exact same hat, but it's called the Neuro Hat. And he's said that it can help people, like this one woman fell out of a moving car, she got a traumatic brain injury, she put the hat on, and her brain works fine now. She, he's billing it as a medical device. First it was, hey, look at 
stops aliens from getting into your brain. Wait, that's made up. Let me make up something else. So now he uses it as a medical device. I'm going to read this to you. He talks about this story all over the place. I've read the story multiple times across all of his websites. Okay. So this is what this is the power of the neuro hat. Quote, the hat dramatically improved the condition of two autistic children who wore it every night for 10 years. Both children were declared hopelessly autistic in the year 2000. Is that a term? Do the doctor go, you go, doctor, I'm afraid my son might have autism. The doctor's like, not only does he have autism, he's hopelessly autistic. I don't know if that is an actual term. I don't know if that, you know, there's like fat, obese, and morbidly obese. I don't think there's autism, severe autism, and then hopeless autism. Doctor's like, just give up. Just give up. They want the sandwich cut into four pieces, cut into four pieces. It's hopeless, but he calls them hopeless he, he does call them hopeless autistics. And of course, for the and now it's done again. Now I can just remember that bouncing soul song, Hopeless Romantics, going through my head. I'm just a hopeless romantic. So he says that what happened was these kids wear these hats for 10 years, right? Put the hats on. And because they wore these hats every day for 10 years, these kids who were hopelessly autistic, both of those kids ended up attending college. They had those hats on. And it cured them of their autism. Enough, at least, so they're no longer hopeless. They've just been downgraded to autistic. Now, the story goes on, though. That's not it. He says, quote, Their cousins also tried the hat for less than a year and had some results, but the mother did not persevere and the children stopped wearing the hats. So you're at fault, woman, because you didn't wear his hats. The reason why your kids are still hopelessly autistic is because of you. If you had worn my hats... They'd be, a, they'd be attending college right now. He goes on to say the parents have to teach the kids to wear the hats all the time. Otherwise, they won't work. When you're dealing with someone who's hopelessly autistic, I think trying to get them into any routine is difficult, let alone wearing a leather aviator cap full of packaging material. But that's not all. Because like I said, this is a wonder drug. This is a medical device. He finally finishes up his work with kids, thankfully, with this quote. The hat also helped a mute autistic girl to speak in 2003. What is it, animated? It's like Dora the Explorer. It's like the backpack. Anyways, he goes on to say, uh, the hat also helped a mute autistic girl speak in 2003. After wearing the hat for three months, she started to speak. I'm going to guess her first words were, take the stupid hat off of my head, please. And then she just is a mute again. There are wacko theories. There are dangerous theories. There are people who put things out that the world is flat. Katy Perry's a saint worshiper. All sorts of nonsense. And then there are conspiracy theories that actively interfere with the way we live our lives. For someone who has a loved one who is autistic, telling them that the reason they're that way is because of the alien's three-pronged plan to take over the planet doesn't help. At least, I'm not an anti-vax person, but at least the anti-vax thing is saying there is a way to prevent this. Don't take the vaccine. And I. But anyways, this is... You can't stop it. The aliens are going to give your kid autism and there's no control you have over it. And as a parent, that is the worst feeling. It's a very, very sickening conspiracy theory. Quack medical devices are ridiculous. Telling someone their child can be cured or at least their autism be reduced wearing this hat every single day for 10 or more years is just the height of manipulation. But in wrapped up in all those theories telling people that there are alien hybrids out there, that you can shoot to protect yourself, to protect your species. 
is just dangerously poor judgment. Because in essence, what you have told someone, that their autistic child may only be half yours. Part of them could be the bloodline of an alien race determined to destroy our planet. And if they aren't human, they don't deserve to live. That may be your quote-unquote child, but it's really just a hybrid. And you know what you're supposed to do when you see a hybrid. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at deadrabbitradio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Guys.